You're listening to 1590 Afterwards, the podcast where we sit down and just talk about just about anything. How's it going, Spence? Going great. You had the uh, party with the kids, Queen Mary. Yeah, we did an overnight out there on the Queen Mary and had so much fun. Me and the ex took the kids. Uh, the ex took my daughter. They had their own little space, and me and my son had a really cool suite. He had his own room. Very odd. It was a small room, but it had its own sink. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's cool, though. And you had a great time. Yeah, it was so much fun. It and the other thing, just to get into your stuff here, I think it's great that after a uh, uncoupling, is that what Paltrow said, uh, that you go out and have a great time with your family and still, you know, because you've got to, I'm guessing, lower the intensity level of what the kids think and how it's going. And then you can tell the ex that, hey, guess what? Girlfriend's got to have a dog. Right. <laughs> have you said that yet? <laughs> no, I haven't told her oh, that. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Will that ever come on? Uh, maybe at some point. We'll okay. see. <laughs> that is still one of the funniest things ever. And it just to harken back, your daughter had that as... Um, her only prerequisite for, for my future girlfriend is she the has to have one. a dog. Has to have a dog. Yeah. That's so funny. But it was a good time. Not, not, a, not a tough barrier of entry. Yeah, not bad at all. Getting and, easy. And it's pretty good. So <laughs> Queen Mary was fun. You would recommend? Yeah, definitely. We had a really good time. And, and like you said, a, a co-parenting adventure that went really well. And I think it would. I think a lot of people could could learn from that because, mm-hmm. you know, you put set your feelings aside and you go and you have fun. And it was, it was just really, really good. It's for the kids. Yeah. And that's how it has to go. Talking about pro teams in cities. Now, generally, anybody that thinks about pro teams, we talked about this this morning, you think of, Football, basketball, baseball, hockey. Mm-hmm. Now, those would be the ones. Well, our president, President Biden, was congratulating the Knights of Las Vegas. And their story is amazing. You know, five years in, they won a cup. Pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got into the cup their first year. And this it's a wonderful story. And even as a Kings fan, I'm happy they did it. Quick gets a ring and Martinez gets a ring. And that's that's really cool. Well, President Biden was talking about the Golden Knights and the way he was making it sound. They were the first professional team in Las Vegas to win a title. Do you oh. know what's wrong with that? Um, I'm assuming there must have been another team that won a title. WNBA. Oh, really? The Aces had won a title. And a couple of them took offense to that. It does get into an interesting conversation, though, because I got into an argument with somebody from Boston because, you know, Boston on fire. Celtics have won a bunch. Mm -hmm. The Bruins in hockey have won. Uh, Certainly the Patriots have won. And the Red Sox picked up a couple recently. They've done pretty well. So I was talking about ours, and I was adding – our WNBA team. That's wrong. You don't have that many. And I said, what about our W? And he <laughs> threw something at me. It's an interesting situation where at what point, so let's say, because there is a professional lacrosse league. There mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Okay, they win a title. When when does it start and end? Well, look how huge soccer is. LA's got two soccer teams. Every sport, you're right. Yeah, who is one? And that's pro. That's a great point. And that's one of those things. So how many titles does your city have? It's just funny. And President Biden, I give him the pass on this one. It's like, come on. You know, I know the WNBA has great athletes. We know all about it. But it's not there yet. Right. When Plain you, and simply, it's not there yet. When they say the major four sports, they're talking NFL, NBA, uh, Major League Baseball and NHL. And that's what they're, they're talking about. That's, I think, most people, that's the major four. You did introduce a huge one, though, soccer. If you look at uh, the population of Los Angeles, it's a big sport, and it's it's a big sport across all demographics, but certainly the Latino influence that we have here from 
those countries. And I'm not going to say just Mexico because it's not. It's huge. And as a world sport, it's absurd. Soccer just dominates everything. You know what's interesting, too, is I feel like a lot of soccer fans just like soccer. Like, soccer fans are soccer fans. When you Mm -hmm. have football fans, they're baseball fans in the baseball season, and then they're basketball fans during basketball season. The soccer fans are pretty much soccer. Yeah, it's a passionate sport. Yeah. It's a very, very passionate sport. So uh, President Biden had the little slip-up with the WNBA, and that happened. Uh, What else do we have here? Let's go go over to uh, this one's a good one on beaches did you know the access to the beach there is a law in california where the coastal commission at the california law the california law requires that land below the high tide line remain open to all so what this means 100 percent legally if you're walking by all the big mansions the beach houses they can't own that part of the beach. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's illegal. So the problem was for a lot of the people in $30 million, $40 million houses, they were seeing people you know, just walking by what they considered their backyard. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't their backyard. There has been a beach, Escondido Beach. I did not know the name of this beach, Escondido. If you've been down the coast, which is about everybody has, there's a very famous restaurant, Jeffrey's, G-E-O. When you go, you'll just see the sign. And it was a real elite restaurant. I'm sure it still is. Well, that's where Escondido Beach is. What the people have done over time, very wealthy people who are had the wherewithal to buy that land, they kind of built a wall here and a road here, and they made it so people couldn't get to the beach Mm -hmm. because you'd be trespassing otherwise. Well, after 40 years of complaints and litigation, they had to clear away. So there's now a pathway to get down to their beach. Oh, wow. Can you say all hell is about to break loose? Can you imagine if this, and you know somebody's going to TikTok. Yeah. Going to Instagram. Hey, look where we are. For all the years that they had this pretty much to themselves, it, it could get awkward. Yeah, and having those barbecue hot dog smells, aren't you don't want that every single day of your life necessarily. And just having everyone at your beach. It yeah. is going to be really, really interesting. It, there's still a rule on the tide line, and I don't know how when you get to the beach, how do you know that? I, I don't know enough about the beach. You know, the tide line, the high tide line. Well, I don't know. You know, where where is it today? Because I understand it moves right right? moves up and down and all around Uh, but the people at this malibu beach are not real happy escondido in spanish means uh i i know this one this it actually means the silver piece of of jewelry yes it's hidden it means yeah hidden beach and it was uh, for a while so i don't know i know we have turf wars around here that certain surfers in certain areas don't want other people coming to their beach And there is a weird etiquette that is essential in surfing that when you take a wave that somebody else's. So you if you are from the outside, you should learn the protocol. I'm guessing skiing probably has the same thing, because if you're on a certain track, you'd have to be careful. Uh, So that's why they don't want a bunch of knuckleheads out there. People will tell me the surfers, they say somebody goes to a place like Costco, buys something that looks like a bodyboard or a surfboard. And they get in everybody's way. Yeah. So that is the problem. So even though the water in the beach is everyone's, there is an understanding that if you're going to get out there and do it, please do it right. 
I think it's also like be respectful and yeah. like respect people's privacy that somehow mm-hmm. we've gotten away from that too, where anytime somebody's having any kind of a crisis in public, then the phones all come out and we have to have it all documented. It's like, come on, man, let's, let's kind of let people have some privacy. And when I lived at Weymouth, which was right on the beach, I had a kayak. And when I pulled out the surfers got to know us, but the first few times out, we're going, don't worry, we're way down the beach. <laughs> we can always tell them, we're not going to, we're not going to be rolling a kayak through your, so we're just not going to do that. And they, hey man, thanks. And they were pretty nice about it. Did you ever water sport? Um, I did the boogie board thing in Hawaii quite a bit. Okay. I mean, like, uh, I started as a teenager in, in Northern California. You were in Hawaii for 40 years. Yeah. So I did that a lot and that was fun, but, but I didn't do too much kayaking, did a little bit of camp, like lake kayaking a little bit of, I love the bodyboard. I don't know if you remember mm-hmm. that, but I did that on the lake, which I think is probably different in the ocean. I remember the magical one that the kids would do when they had a disc that was on the wet sand and they'd run up and jump on yeah. it and skim across. Yeah. I think any water sport to me is a miracle because I'm so awkward in the water. I had my kayak, but any knuckle, you want a learning curve, kayak is like immediate. Anybody can kayak yeah. immediately. So that's why I loved my kayak. The so there you have it. The stand-up paddleboard wasn't that hard either. That was kind of, I mean, it, it's it's difficult in that it's it takes muscle and stuff, mm-hmm. but it's not like, it doesn't it doesn't require some extraordinary amount of balance. But it was a really, I really enjoyed the stand-up paddleboard. And we have a couple of uh, stand-up paddlers here that really go, they go like 10 miles. They, they really put in the distance. Wow. Yeah, and they're, they're listeners, and they, they get up early in the morning. They'll, they'll do some really nice shots. The other thing, since you're so stealth out there, they get a lot of dolphin, a lot of um, whale-type um, sightings because they're out there off the coast uh, paddling and you know paddling towards santa barbara that's pretty fun too let's carry on here you ever been in facebook jail uh yeah i did i got put in facebook jail because there was a uh i can't remember what it was that happened it was during the time when they were breaking into the celebrities phones and they were saying you know if you don't send me a certain amount of money then i'm gonna leak your nudes or whatever i wrote a joke where i said if you don't send me a certain amount of money i'm gonna leak my nudes and Facebook put me in jail for that. They said that it was against their community guidelines, and huh. I, I was trying to sell something that was not supposed to be sold on Facebook. How long was your jail term? I fought it and was removed from jail after about three days. Three days. Yeah. I see a lot of people that get thrown in jail for silly jokes and the like. Uh, one, it was a horrible accident that happened in Thousand Oaks. There was somebody who ran down some students. One was killed. Uh, a listener put hang them high. He got in. Oh. Facebook jail. Yeah, oh. he said, hang him high. Yeah. And a lot of people were in agreement with the dude, mm-hmm. but he, uh, he got in Facebook jail for that. So this guy, a man in Georgia, was denied access to his Facebook account where many of his personal photos were stored online. He took action against the company. Now, here's the deal. He went through all of the processes he could. He was asking on Facebook. He was trying to contact Meta. That's the name of the company. Mm-hmm. He was trying to call up Zuck on the phone, do everything he could. He wanted to talk to a person. They wouldn't, they wouldn't, they wouldn't. So what ends up happening, he said, this is a violation of my rights here. I'm being singled out. So he sued. Apparently, he sued in court, and Facebook didn't acknowledge it. Because they didn't acknowledge it, he won 50 grand. Oh, good for him. So you wonder how many people are out there that will go, Guy from Georgia, what? Yeah. And they're going to come back now and maybe try to sue because Facebook's legal team did not respond to the lawsuit. Just, eh. A judge ordered Meta to pay him 50 grand. So the guy gets thrown. In. So there are ways to combat this. Mm. My understanding, since I'm a big free market person, 
I think it's since it's theirs, they can kick anybody out. You know, right. I look at it like if that's just their their whim, even if they are, because it's not like the airwaves. One thing we do radio in the morning. One thing people don't understand: the radio is just like TV over air broadcast. It's the people's medium. Mm-hmm. So if you do exclude people for specific reasons, you can get in trouble for that. But I just thought Facebook was open up. But this guy got fifty grand, fifty thousand dollars It is scary, though, the amount of power that Facebook does have, though. And I could see why somebody would be, you know, it's, it's a little, you feel like your voice politically, is taken away. Yeah. yeah, politically and with a lot of things with the, um, the vaxes. There's mm. a lot of information that is now looking very, very sketchy. Uh, you know, so there is something there. If it's putting out that much, I do that every single time. A little wake-up call here. By the way, we are at 12.30 on the show. we got four minutes left here. So another bit of money here. This woman, Elizabeth Holmes, who ran Theronis. Theronis was a uh, – it was supposed to change the way people addressed medicine. It was a super huge breakthrough. It ended up to be a total fraud. There's some like blood tests. That was the miracle blood test that would tell you all all of – and it turned out to be no, not even kind of right. It was just a big fat lie. So she's now doing – Holmes, who's 39, a good-looking woman too, very attractive woman. Not that that matters, uh, but she's uh, she was a perfect – person to have talking about all this stuff because you see her very camera friendly 39 years old she began an 11 year sentence at a minimum security facility in texas reed posh prison no doubt about that now what they have said is because in may 16 may 16 u.s judge uh said they're serving the 13-year prison sentence to pay $452 million in restitution to the victims the funny thing about the payout She's mad that she is going to have to pay a $250 monthly restitution sought by U.S. due to a limited financial resource. Now, here's the funny thing. How long at $250 a month does it take to pay off uh, the amount of money, $452 million? Can you run the numbers on that? Because mm. if you buy like a $30,000 car and you have $250 a month, payments i'm guessing you're probably at six or seven years yeah take a little more while. than likely it's going to take a bit mm. uh, in this case so she's mad that they're going to make her pay the 250 <laughs> a month <laughs> i think you got off fairly easy there after paying a total of 25 dollars every three months to victims while incarcerated federal prosecutors want her to pay at least 250 when she gets out so right what is that money? Do you really you look and say, yeah, I lost uh, $3 million on that. Oh, got the check for 25 bucks, honey. Yeah. How does that work? That makes it better. It does. It's, yeah. <laughs> I'm healed. Thank you. <laughs> that lessens the blow. Appreciate yeah. it. Oof, man. Yeah, we can go out now. Uh, but that's, uh, that's the thing that this woman is going through. And she is uh, one that, if you look at the elevator up and down, she had one of the best. Yeah. yeah, for quick. She was world famous, uh, changing the world of medicine, and then she's in jail for 11 years. Even if it's a poshy posh prison, imagine 11 mm-hmm. years you're not allowed to go out. Some of the restrictions she has, she's not allowed to wear more than $100 worth of jewelry. Oh, interesting. Uh, I told my wife that. Yeah, $100 worth of jewelry. That's just one of the things, that, one of the funny things that they have on these people in this prison. I don't even own $100 worth yeah. of jewelry. So it would be like your watch probably or something like that. Yeah. But that's what she's under, and she's going to have to pay 250 a month when she gets out, and she is very, 
very upset. Father's Day, it's coming up here. Yeah, sneak Or out. it just happened, depending on when you're listening to this uh, afterwards. More than likely just happened if you're listening to this, but yeah. Hope you had a great Father's Day. I'm sure I did. I have yeah. no idea what the kids have planned, but I'm sure it was great. <laughs> yeah, same. I'm sure mine was outstanding, and I'm sure the dinner that I bought was really good. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure whatever it is, and I always ask the kids, Dad, where do you want to go for dinner? Okay, where do you guys want to go? And that's where we end up. I'm sure my $29 breakfasts on the Queen Mary figure into Father's Day somehow, too. <laughs> so is the little pricey on the boat? A little bit. Not too bad. But, yeah, it was. I mean, and you kind of got what, what you paid for. So it was, you know, it was good food and big portions. But it was also kind of. Little woo, up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And what do you. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So planning that maybe next Father's Day, I'll hit it out uh, to the Queen Mary. All right. That's it. We hit 1630. All right. Thanks for listening to 1590 Afterwards on all your podcasting networks.